0: Listening Dog Media.
1: The Hot
2: Mess Mum. The mum most likely to send her kids to school in regular clothes on non school uniform day. The mum who forgets to sign the permission slip for school trips. The mum who has probably put leftovers in her kids' lunchbox on more than one occasion. But most importantly, the Hot Mess Mum is actually rocking it and is doing a far better job than even she thinks. Please welcome our Hot Mess Mums, telling it as it is, Kelly and
0: Jenny Powell. It is the Hot Mess Mums Club podcast. I'm Kelly Pegg. And I'm Jenny Powell. And I'm Denise Welsh. Yes, yes. this is oh, so exciting. I know it's incredible. Thank you so much, both of you, for you coming to do this. You're yeah, welcome.
1: It's, it's a amazing. pleasure. And you
2: know what? That's the kind of girl Denise is, right? Because this woman, she does. Well, I've got so man flu much. at the minute,
1: so you know. But
2: that's it. There you She's go. She's so see. busy, and she is in demand, and she. Oh, child. No, but Jenny. you know what? If you, if you're a good friend like she is. She'll pull it out the back. I know, I'm very and...
0: grateful. Well, I, I know people in high places, don't I? I know well, you. Well. So there we go. Well, Jenny Powell opened absolutely. all the doors for me. For the next few weeks, we're working with Swan to tell you about some of their amazing products. They've actually been kind enough to send us some stuff as well. This week, we've got their Retro Pump Espresso Coffee Machine. It looks great, and it comes in a variety of colours. With it, you can make espressos, cappuccinos, flat whites, and lattes. I've used it. It tastes exactly like the ones you get from an actual coffee shop. And what I love about it as well is that you can have it at different temperatures. So if you're up early, and you've got to get to work, and you're running late, you can have it so it doesn't burn your mouth like it does straight out of the kettle. Or if you want it much hotter, you can play around with the temperature, which is fantastic. It's really versatile. You can get them online now by going to swanbrand.co.uk. Plus, use the code Hot Mess Mums twenty to get twenty percent off. The Hot Mess Mums, Kelly Peg with Jenny Powell. Um, it's lovely to have you here. Congratulations! You. you were mentioning it when you arrived. Obviously, your son has been nominated for a Grammy.
1: Yes, oh. indeed, Matty. Well, Matty and his band, The nineteen seventy five, got nominated for Best Rock Song for Give Yourself a Try. Wow! Yesterday. So um, whatever happens, they're Grammy nominated. So that's two Brits, two Ivanovellos, Novellos, wow. Q Award this year, now and at a nomination what age for Grammy. He's nothing. he's th- he's he's thirty. Whoa! He's yeah. So I'm I'm a very proud, very proud uh, mummy. Yeah. Well, because it just seems like five minutes ago that they were in the garage at my house in Wilmslow you know I mean it literally was with me screaming if you play that bleeping song again I'm going <laughs> to smash your faces in And now when I hear it it's like that's my pension keep playing
2: it. <laughs> <laughs> it's all changed <laughs> you know love it like
1: but what's lovely oh. as well
2: those guys that were there at your house are the same guys the well whole I think band. that you know people oh. ask me
1: why the, the band are still together and of, and of course they are because, because they're best friends so it's not like these bands that are put together and have to kind of forge friendships yeah. made from nothing you know, these boys have been playing together since they met at Wilmslow High um, when they were 14. Wow. So and they're now 30, you know, 29, 30, 31. They're all with it. So so what, whatever goes on in the band, Matthew said the great key to their success is that they know how to argue. So when you when you, well, you know with your friends, you know when to leave it alone, you know when to go in, you know when to pull back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so they kind of know each other so well. So it's um it, it, it's four best friends. Plus there are other. So they've got four best friends who are the 1975. Then you've got my godson, Jamie Squire, who is keyboard. So extra music. And Woffy, who they've grown up with, is, is the sax. So, and then you've got Darren on, on, the, on Lights, who they grew up with. I so love that name, It's Wolfie. the whole team, Woffy, yeah. John Woffy, yeah, Woffy. So, yeah, it's great. We're very proud.
0: And your other son is in Emmerdale yeah. as well. Yeah. So it's all
1: showbiz. He is, indeed. He's in, um, he's in Emmerdale. He won't watch it.
2: The thing is, though, it's great because... Danube's he goes, oh, my
1: God, my hair, I'm not watching it. Oh, my God, cringe. Oh, my God, why did I pull that face? Oh, my God, I'm not watching it.
2: And then you touch you went, I think Louie's in this one, Jenny. Because he won't tell me. Episode. I keep I'm saying, saying when, oh.
1: when are you in it? And he goes, I don't know, Mum, I'm not watching it. Just shut up, cringe. But no, he's, uh, he's very good in it. And it's listen, doing a soap opera, the speed at which you work, it's great experience um, for him.
0: And, so, and he obviously takes after you with that, because that's how you started, isn't it, with acting and everything? Oh, God, so. yeah.
1: I mean, you know, that's what... Um,
0: Did you not want to... Was there any point of you that wanted to say to him, don't do it? Because n- I think sometimes no. you get like that, don't you? I no. do. I've said, don't ever yeah. be a
2: TV presenter, ever, children. And they're like, yeah, it's okay, mum, we've realised you're yeah. the result of that, and yeah, we want to be like that.
1: <laughs> no, I, um, no, I quite wanted Louis to do it, really, but only because he's...
2: He's got it. He's very good.
1: Mm. I mean, it must be very hard for people whose kids want to go into one of the artistic or creative professions, and they're not very good yeah. because it's so competitive. And um, so, and I don't believe in giving kids false hope. Also, academically, there were going to be no prizes won in my house for that. So I was just really relieved <laughs> that, <I love> that. <laughs> that he was a good actor. But, you know, the thing about my both my kids is that the actual... Fame these days in itself seems to be an ambition or a job, which is totally, totally ridiculous. And And unfortunately, um, nowadays, because of all of these shows, fame is a job. Um, But both of my kids have acknowledged that with success within their chosen field will come a level of fame. But it is the most uninteresting side of what they do to they're both, not
2: interested in to that, both are they? of them. They're both of them. What Louis was of them?
1: offered a couple of TV series when he was very young. No desire, wanted mm. to be with his mates at school. No no desire. Um, so, And also, you know, they've grown up coming on set with me and they know how boring it is. Yeah, they're long hours, aren't they? And, they know how you know, unglamorous, like, hard, how boring. Yeah. And, they know, and Louis knows how hard this how hard this business is and he knows that you know when when he when he finishes a job he's got to go and get a non-acting job to 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 fund... That's how you have yeah, to do it. Yeah. Well, there hot. was that
0: story, wasn't there, about the girl in EastEnders recently? And it was horrible. She'd oh, been yeah. in EastEnders. Shamed for
1: having another job. Yeah. Terrible. And, then,
0: and and it's like, I think, um, was it Charlie... Is it Condu, how you say his name? From yeah, Coronation Charlie Street. Condu. He said, you know, he left Corey had theatre, um, jobs, all these great, and then all of a sudden it stopped. And he said, I had to go and wait tables. But it yeah, does. In that time. I mean, I but, did a
1: series called Soldier, Soldier in the 90s. It was a massive, massive, massive show you know and and it and we all did really well out of it it was brilliantly reviewed i left soldier soldier and i was out of work for 9 months yeah you know i mean it doesn't always happen that you just go from one job to another but up until i was 30 i would I would go and do a repertory job, or as my friend Richenda would say, Oh, darling, you're not doing another tour of Drop Your Knickers and Cry Murder, are you? And um, so I'd be on these endless tours of Agatha Christie's mm. and, you know, wet, wet, windy afternoons in Skegness Theatre and stuff. But I loved it. And then I'd finish that job and I'd go straight to the temp agency on the Monday morning and there I was stuffing envelopes. I had no secretarial skills. Mm. So I basically was the clerical worker. I had no choice. Yeah. <coughs>
2: Unfortunately (coughs) now, because people because of social media, there's it's it's out there, and now you know you get ridiculed for it. Where where before you probably could just keep your head down, carry on with Mm. some other kind of job, and it'd be okay. But now there's no shame in no, no shame
1: in working in between. I think it's I think it's fantastic, and it's something that all young actors should be doing.
0: I think as well, like going back to the whole, you know, uh, social media and and how people just want to be famous, that makes it tough. We spoke about that because obviously... There's no skill involved. No. (laughs) And radio (laughs) has gone very similar now. They want celebrities because it's free marketing. Mm -hmm. They're not so bothered commercially if the figures are any good because they've got so-and-so and and Mm -hmm. -and And -and so-and-so's got a a million followers. followers. So actually, like with me and what I found is that my time dwindled as well because it, it kind of became like that. And it is, it has become like that. I think
1: it's really sad, actually. Because- well, there's some agencies out there that used to be theatrical agencies that are looking after more influencers and bloggers. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. You, you know, know. Well, well, some agencies have oh, yeah. departments for them, haven't yeah. they? And
2: some agencies have dropped all their, you know, all their clients. Um and um because now they, there's they more influencers and, there's more, and yeah, bloggers. There's more in them having influence, et cetera. And uh, yeah, we've I've suffered from that myself that it's, was it I haven't got I, my agent said look, I mean, look it, we're, we're, we're readjusting to you know the way the world is at the moment oh, and this is what we're doing and then you have to and it's all about reinvention at this stage in our lives I think the
1: trouble is it, that's a risky business in itself because obviously those things like Love Island and listen I you know I, 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 although I although I resent a lot of what happens with reality television, I also have the Hey You app and watch all the American reality. So yeah. I'm being a bit hypocritical. I love the Kardashians. Oh, I love all of that stuff. <laughs> I, you know, oh, do I love, you? I love yeah, all I of I love, it. I can't oh, do it. Oh, no, I, I, it. I, I never used to, but I am obsessed with Below Deck, Married to Medicine, all of the Are lot, all American stuff. Aren't you to Kardashians? I'm not being old. Oh, yeah. oh, oh, no, no, I'm no, always no, late to no, the party. Always late to the party.
2: Yeah, because that's only the last few
1: months. The thing is, you can't. But you know the other thing. <laughs> you know. But the downside is, is that you go into something like Love Island, and if you if you are like Amber or or the ones who are very high profile, you go on to make millions, and probably doesn't matter if she doesn't work that much. But then if you go to that middle level, they they become too famous to go back to their regular job, but they're not famous enough to be to make to money. Yeah, yeah. All the, yeah to the, the the money. So, yeah. But you know, it does frustrate me that there is no apprenticeship anymore. That it's like, you know, you learn your craft, you're, you hone your craft, you schlep around the country doing all these different things to, to gain some kind of success and credibility. Or you sleep with someone on a television program. Oh, of course. You know, I mean, that is basically it. Yeah. And, and go on to be celebrated and fated. I mean, you know, uh, when I think now, when I did my foray into reality television, I get a bit resentful. I know I was older. And I should have known better. But, you know, for a laugh, I whipped my bra top off on Big Brother Damn. and I ran around the garden and no more th- or than I would have done on a holiday with Jen mm. in Ibiza for a giggle. Um, and it was like I was Osama Bin Laden when I came out of there. And now I think we watch television programs all the time where people are doing so much worse and yet... I, You know, it's, it was a massive, great, big thing at the mind. time. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. now we're
2: so, used, you know, it's just become the norm, hasn't it? I mean, I don't know where it goes from. it. I'm a great believer, though. I don't know about you, Denise, that things will come back round. Yeah. I really yeah. have faith in that. I think people are getting fed up of it now. And I think uh, when you look at people who have actual engagement they're not those people necessary who we're talking about, no. that, you know, get the bits out and have got 10 million followers. Yeah. I don't know if you're a believer of that because.
1: I mean, I would, you know, I I think that we can't shut the box of. Well, of, it's of, been opened, isn't it? And we've got social opened, media to go with it. And we've got, it, got so social media yeah. and these people. I mean, I look at how many, you know, I follow a few of them. My ex fiance son, who you met Chris Taylor the other night, he's lovely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My ex fiances son was in Love Island. I didn't know I was in America, and I got this Google alert going: Denise Welsh's ex fiance son's in Love Island. I'm going, what? <laughs> and uh, and he is, and he and he's fabulous, and he's he's loving everything that um, every, everything that 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 comes with it. And as I say, I, I love to watch those type of shows, but you can't really put that. But you, I look at how many people are engaging with tiny little posts that these people put on. Mm. It's half a million people mm. t- t- reacting to one, one photograph, you know. Um, Hopefully
2: there's, there's room enough for everybody. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, I sound and like I I been to yoga the... too much, no, but I it's hope, good.
1: That, hope yeah. is. and is. tell quite, you what I don't it's... like is when somebody gets a... If, if you win the jungle, <laughs> that's great, but not that if you then get a... Pre- prove your skills as a presenter, then get a presenting job. Don't just give people a presenting job. Because they've won the jungle. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Because you get the exceptions like Rylan who come out of reality and are absolutely brilliant. Yeah. Anyway, rant over. Our hot mess mums telling it like it is. Kelly Pegg
0: with Jenny Powell So this week we're delighted to be working with Swan If you haven't heard of them before they're a British company that produce loads of great items for the house fridges, microwaves vacuum cleaners and that's just a few I've been having a look on their website this week everything they do is super stylish and you can get it in a range of different colours which I love and it suits your home then you get to pick the colour of the item to suit your decor which is just fantastic This week we've got one of their Retro Pump Espresso Coffee Machines machines up for grabs. Now, I've been having a go of the machine in the past few days and I won't lie, I've been a bit high because I think all I've had is coffee, Uh, but it looks great and it tastes great as well. You can have everything, espressos, cappuccinos, flat whites, lattes. It's got a coffee throther, my favourite. It's just absolutely brilliant. Now, to win this machine, all you need to do is head over to our Instagram page, find the video of me showing off the machine and simply comment with I'm a hot mess mum. You'll then be entered into a draw, which will be made at 6pm on Thursday, the 28th of November. Good luck. Kelly Pegg, Jenny Powell, hot mess mums. I think it's probably about being real, isn't it, a little bit. And you're very good at that because you talk very openly about everything mm-hmm. in your life, which is great because then I think the being real part of it helps other people as well, doesn't it? It's kind of that thing of... A me too moment where people know it's not just them and you can change
1: things. I I do that with my mental illness for sure. Um, And I've been a very outspoken, I never know whether advocate's the right word, but, you know, but I've I've spoken out about my own uh, battle with mental illness for 30 years because mine started when Matty was born. So that was my... First experience of um, mental illness started as postnatal depression so people go how long did you have it it's like well 30 years Mm. you know because with and I always like to reiterate in case anyone pregnant is listening or or a young mum is that you know the majority of people who suffer postnatal depression will go on to make a full recovery but there are some unfortunately who don't and who it opens up a tendency to Mm. forever which it did with me and it's about managing it so when I when I first spoke out about it 30 years ago, uh, nobody was talking about it. I would have given my right arm, literally, probably literally, to have someone on the television talking about what I had because because it's such a lonely, isolating, debilitating illness, clinical depression, that to have it when you also have the responsibility of a newborn baby who is totally and utterly dependent and on And everyone you. expects you to and be doing Everyone it or expects being happy you to be and like the front yeah, but of especially in the career you've
2: got as well, even more you know, so. Yeah, and you're, 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 and, 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 and yeah, yeah. everybody
1: tried to stop me, not my family. My family were amazing, but I always think, and I, I'm writing a book about it now. And um, which is out in June. So hopefully I'll pop back and talk about that when it's yeah. out because it'll be it'll be great to get the word out. But um, you know, people tried to shut me down and say you'll never work again if you talk about it. And literally there was nobody talking about it. And every the only place to get any information on what I had was a library or a Waterstones type bookshop. Well, A, you can't get out of bed. So going to those shops anyway, also. They you couldn't go Bolton, online me. then, could you? No, nothing. nothing. There, there was, was no- nothing. There was something that I found which said, if you want to contact the Association for Postnatal Illness, write to this address. I couldn't write. I couldn't talk. I lost two stone in three weeks. I couldn't eat. My mum was there with me. I was catatonic. It was a terrible thing. And I still have it to this day. So I... I, I thought it was I have, interesting that it was out on social media when you know the last time when I when I when cat- you cataloged it on you
2: cataloged and I yeah. thought that was you know that is where I thought hallelujah I for did it, social it was media. impulsive I it was
0: because there is still a stigma I mean women's mental health as a whole wasn't talked about. Um, uh, I was talking to Davinia Taylor who used to be in Hollyoaks yeah, and she Davinia obviously had a big years, yeah. battle mm-hmm. with alcoholism and we were we were chatting about it and we were saying that, you know, um, I grew up in the 90s. She obviously was having her sort of battle around that sort of time late 90s and stuff and she was saying there was just nothing you didn't even know about it and I've said to Jenny before my mum had a massive battle with alcoholism but at the time I didn't understand it as a teenager because there was nothing about mental health
1: women's mental health there were so many people battling alcoholism but it wasn't called that you know everybody was given um mother's little helper I mean my mum who I lost seven years ago my mum had had um had some issues with, with with alcohol hers manifested in different ways to mine but you know my mum was on Valium for 30 years and no one ever questioned that you know now we have a great big thing about opioid addiction and and mm-hmm. and. but my mum, she was never reviewed you know you go to the doctors after a while they say we've got to review your case and well she was yeah. never reviewed she was on Valium for 30 years and 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 she said that when she came off Valium when she had cancer her desire to drink left her as well so there was all that connection that no one pursued and also she was self-medicating lots of stuff but they called it mother's oh give it a glass of gin valium mother's little helper there's still adverts in the um uh, uh, a company that i work for uh lighter life oh yeah that oh, I gosh. lost the, the weight through. They had this amazing magazine called Broccoli and Brains, and they were using some old-fashioned 1950s adverts. And there it was, the tired housewife putting her hand up to her brow with her children pulling at her napkin and the dinner in the oven. And it was for um, Valium. Wow. You know, I mean, it's unbelievable. That's just Gross. the 50s. Yeah. But yeah. when, do you, when do you think about
2: it, it's, um, you know, <clears throat> even to this, like... Well, now we're fully aware and we know the sort of traps i i still you know i do like to know like you, that vision of sort of the kids sort of on your on your curtails and your coattails and um you know you're a little bit stressed and you're cooking the tea you know you do for me i do i do, that is the time when i need to have a word with myself and think Yeah, I could just do with a pint of wine, really. Yeah, Yeah. No, and I've done it. I I mean, I think we all do it. And I see how it happens, yeah, and you see how it happens. And then you have to, no, 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 I'll do this or I'll do that instead. But it's interesting because, you know, now we are fully aware and, and, you know, you've been through it, Denise, as well. It's... It's a, it's a, it's almost like. Well, is that human nature? Is that what? Well, alcohol. Is, like, you know, I said is that on this that that women the it other it day, then? it
1: was alcohol awareness week, and I was talking about wow, yeah. my sobriety, which is seven, seven and a half years. The half's very important. Wow. Yeah. And um, and I, but I said that you know my favourite quote at the minute is that alcohol is the only drug that you have to apologise yeah, for not taking. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: and it's, it's true. It's so true. And mm. do you know I find um, from my personal experience and sort of understanding what happened to my mom better mm. now. Is that it's it still is a bit dirty actually? There's still because back in then, you know, you were just a drunk. That's what people were labelled, and it was this thing of um, people who drank a lot were seen as sort of I don't know, like part-bench tramps or yeah, whatever with tenants. It but was also, never it's a... how
1: people. It, it's the it's the when we have this word alcoholic, I don't mind people saying. Or oh, I, I I'll say I was an alcoholic. Some people have a problem with it, but I've got lots of friends who. Um, I'll say, um, well, I don't have a problem with drink because I don't drink in the week. It's like, well, you do, because at the weekends, you're waiting to have a drink. No, but you have a blackout. Because Mm -hmm. to me, being an alcoholic and having a problem with drink is when you blackout and when your drinking is causing pain and problems to those who love you. So, it doesn't matter if you don't drink for three weeks. I didn't drink every day. I didn't wake up in the morning. I never drank in the day. I never woke up in the morning and went and got the vodka from behind the domestics and drank it that way. It's, it's becoming what alcoholism when is when you become powerless over alcohol once you start drinking. So, that could be drinking once a month, yeah. but once you drink, you're powerless you over can't it. Stop. So, is it like yeah, that that
2: time time you, you, know, like oh, I always say to you, oh, I can have two and that's it? That, that's not well that's if you have two
1: and that's it then that's fine I'd love to have been as somebody that <laughs> yeah. had two and that's it you know I wouldn't have stopped drinking like people say to me you must have drunk at your wedding though I go I'm no. sober what part <laughs> of that don't you understand <laughs> yeah. if I could have two drinks at my wedding I would have had two bleeping can't. drinks at my wedding mm. I can't because I would have forgotten my wedding is it
0: hard like <laughs> <laughs> you know like when you go because we do it to each other I've got a friend who's a PT and she says it's she doesn't drink and she said it's terrible like if she's drunk. Into like the Christmas party at work and they'll all go you're dead
1: boring oh yeah. is that a thing you're, or have you it learned have, to sort of well go, to be perfectly mm-hmm. honest Kelly the people who would say that didn't know the extent of my problem so I could forgive a few people initially because it makes people insecure if you're not drinking because very often it highlights their drinking yeah yeah mm. um And I, the last thing I want to be or have ever been, I hope, is the drink police. I have not surrounded myself with alcohol. Lincoln and I are each other's anchors, my husband. So we didn't go the AA route. The AA is brilliant for some people. It wasn't for us. We did it together, ourselves, and that's been fine. Um... But we had to take a lot of people out of our lives. There were a lot of hangers-on, and a lot of people who don't want you to set boundaries because they liked your life when it didn't have boundaries. They benefited from your boundary-free life. I saw you talk about this actually on Loose yeah. Women the other week. Yeah, we were saying about so this. people wanted to, to hang low. on your coattails and you know, and also a lot of people saw me. At the, at the beginning of an evening, they wouldn't see me at the end or the next day. And, you know, totally depressed. And, and, you know, it got to the point where I would never look back on an evening and think, God, that was great. OK, you know, I, oh, God, I had a bit of a headache the next day, but what a brilliant night. Mine was always how depressed and low and traumatized I was the next day. And I was just self-medicating my way through. And um, And thank God I met Lincoln because Lincoln has said himself, the only good thing that came out of drinking was that he and I met because we met in a nightclub at six in the morning, mm. which we wouldn't have been at had we not drank. Wow. What an amazing partnership I just, partner yeah, I just wish are. I'd done it's... it 20 years earlier. I have lots of regrets mm. about not. But, you know, that's not what well, happened. We, so we don't, I don't do regrets, though. No. no we we and sometimes you go on those journeys, like don't you? Have to... been a, I'd like to have... I'd, I'd like to redo lots of you know, things, but I can't. So I just have to live with what I have now.
0: And you're doing amazing. And obviously it's all worked out really well. And and we were saying earlier, you know, you're, uh, I don't know whether the term (laughs) blended families is okay to use, but you know, you all get on really well. Um, with your ex-husband yeah. and everything, which is coming up to Christmas can be difficult. I know I've got a friend going through a divorce. There are mm. lots of people out there that dread Christmas because yeah. it's not always amicable when things happen. So it's... it's yeah, how's I mean, that Lincoln, you'll be going, if
1: Lincoln listens to this, he'll be going, oh, God, Bloody not blended the blended family, family. Sorry, no, I'm I'll only find another I'm joking with you because every <laughs> Christmas the magazines do the round of interviews and it's always the blended family. <laughs> yeah. And... I guess it's because it was never a big deal to us. It was—it's funny, you know, because when when Tim and I were um, talking of separating, uh, which was a long time before the public knew that we were separating, and um, one of the things that I couldn't bear was the—I used to have this kind of mental image of of not not being with this man who was the father of my children. At their that sort Christmas. of concerts and yeah. and their school things and, and at Christmas and the pre- and, you know yeah. and and I and I think we both put off doing the inevitable for a long time because we kind of thought that those things would never happen again. So we're not in each other's pocket. I mean, Tim is married a Wilmslow girl, so he's come back to Wilmslow. Oh, okay. So you know, so that, that's great. So Louis, he's rather ma- cool. corner. Mummy doesn't he? really cook.
2: No, so, so Louis
1: in order to stay alive goes to his dad's because his dad does cook. And are not far. It's a bit they're, like Tunisia. You know, We're not um, that they're not the, that the far. It, which and so works out. Louis I think. sees a lot <laughs> okay. Louis sees loads of his dad. I speak to his to, to his dad. I'll text him and go oh Louis on Emmerdale tonight or what you know whatever. But Christmas we have together because we enjoy it. And this year, as last year, we'll all go up. My sister's got three foster children that she's just, on Tuesday, got long-term. Jenny oh, doesn't know this wow. yet. I don't. Oh, she went in oh. to have them short-term, but there was a possibility that they could have been separated. And oh, Debbie has three children. At 58, she's got a 10, a 9, and a 4-year-old. Oh, and wow. Beautiful. So Christmas has taken on a different hue again, which is lovely, to be honest, because oh. we've got these three kids who are... Who, they are. who are a great addition to the family, and um, and they came down last weekend, and they went to um, my friends who has got kids. They'd never had a sleepover before, and <laughs> and they and they went there, and so we've got children in the family again. So we'll all go up to Debbie's in the northeast, and. Um, we rent my friend's little cottage over the way, and Tim and Joe will stay at the local pub. We have Christmas Eve dinner that my mum always started with this Scandinavian tradition. My mother, who would never even been to Norway, so God knows where, my mother <laughs> thought she was Olga from Sweden or something. So we all have Christmas Eve Christmas Eve dinner. We'll go to the pub to have that. Then Christmas Day. You have you. Tim always does a great big ham and peas pudding. You have to have peas pudding. Oh, I know. Well, and I lived there these... for eight years. Well, There you go. So you yeah. can't have ham without peas pudding. Can I say I have never liked it? I you know never liked it. No, I love. What is it? I don't know what it oh. is. Oh, it's made with chickpeas and lentils God. and muslin oh, cloth. And... Anyway. Was it? Oh, oh. you've never had you've never Not had a um, decent husbands no. <laughs> Do you have a sauce with it? Sorry, but no. I'm that, now. No, you so have the ham. Tim's crackling is amazing. Oh, no, peas pudding's like like soft. It's like hummusy, but yeah. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> last year, last year, um, Lincoln was in the kitchen helping him, <laughs> and uh, so there was there was Tim, and there was his commie chef Lincoln. And um, so, listen, we all have a laugh, and it all works out fine. Oh I'm I I love that. I am. We don't I've do it, we don't do it except at Christmas. No, but, but you know do it. We, we do it, yeah. and it's and, and it's good. always makes he
2: always makes sure if he can that he's with you as well, doesn't he? Even though he's global.
1: Yeah, he finishes he his tour try. in December, and they've yeah. got to get their album out. So hopefully he'll be back. I'm trying to do brave, mummy. In case he's not back, but I think he will be. Yeah, so good.
2: But I think that's an amazing thing, you know, because my circumstances are a bit different. And unfortunately, I do dread Christmas because I was just talking to a friend of mine who's who's getting divorced. And it it is a shame because I know why I dread Christmas, because it's not the Christmas it was. And you do, you just want your kids to be with their mum and dad no matter what I think of what's yeah. gone on. And it's not always it's, amicable, though. It's not no, easy, it's not, is it? It's, it's not, not, not always amicable. amicable you know. People. And I, I've actually said to her today, I said, you know what? I said, what are you doing on Boxing Day? So you're having your kids on Christmas? I said, well, I always have mine. I said, but Boxing Day, I can't stand it because the kids go to their dad. And I said, it's so selfish, but... No, well, it's understandable,
0: though. It's yeah, just and I, oh, it's natural. It's a shame sure. because Christmas yeah.
1: is, it, is it, some, just something to it, get through for a lot of people, yeah. is yeah. Well, yeah. my husband was like that. He
0: was married before me and has a daughter, and he would say that Christmas was so difficult because he was so unhappy and he and he put up with it for so long because he uh, because he didn't want to not be there for his daughter. And then when he did leave and he did get a divorce, it was so nasty you know and it's never been able to be okay more her choice than his yeah but it's awful i think
2: you know I mean, because it's the it's, it's the you know it's his daughter that's stuck ta- yeah and, right. and that you know your christmas is a time for making memories and for her yeah. you you wonder don't you yeah and what, what, i mean what what you hope is that you know when she's married and she's got kids she'll just make it the yeah. best christmas ever yeah. for her children and you know things aren't perfect but it does uh, that this time of year is is tricky uh, and I think a lot of people, you know, it took me a while to realise because I always moan and say, oh, it's because I'm always cooking. I'm always the one who's got to Wednesday. Oh, well, I never over. do the cooking. And it's so not that. It's never it's been it's- part
1: of my life it's not that it's ideal. not really that no you don't I matter. mean I well I just can't believe that I love Christmas again because for years I was bar humbug person in fact I still did they got me a Christmas tree to kick over in October mm. on Loose Women and it's because I oh god it was great I think great, Panto no, Christmas no but I, if I love oh, no, I'm not doing pancho. no I me love, neither 13. I now love Christmas as in the Christmas few days yeah. it's the run up to Christmas I can't stand yeah. so we're going to Barbados course cool, you are we go for two weeks before love it because I want to smash people in the face <laughs> that's went, a great reason to want to go to I went, I went yeah. into Manchester the other day <sighs> to get something for my ball and um, and I literally wanted to punch everybody I wanted to scream we are not at war why have you come out to do Why? what are you doing it's the beginning of November for God's sake you can't park people are in mm. supermarkets stocking up I want to go what are you buying how many are you cooking for it's a Sunday dinner punch have so you ever that's why I'm going to Barbados. Have you ever cooked her. a
2: turkey? Have you ever done the turkey?
1: No. Never. Never in my oh. entire I don't, I don't do it, either. don't you? I don't no. cook generally. I,
0: I, wow. I do like cooking, but I leave that alone. Chris is very protective over it, all. Oh, so he has likes to get to out of the it. kitchen and oh, he does yeah, it. Good. So I just let it. Listen, that's a bit Kelly. That's yeah. fantastic. Shove it. I don't
1: think you know, I have ever well. cooked a Christmas dinner. I think well. I've only cooked about two Sunday lunches, to be honest. Do you remember
2: <laughs> when we had the Christmas dinner um, in Alchingham and then the guy was we, we we were all going out. We went to, to that restaurant, room, and then he didn't have any turkey. Yes! and then he phoned me, the, the restaurateur, and went. I said, "Listen, Denise, all the family are coming. My family. Christmas Eve. We're going to have turkey at your place. She because she has an unconventional Christmas. Well, not on Christmas, Eve, she has a a, Christmas yeah, Eve thing. A Christmas Eve turkey dinner. So we're all going to come over, and then um, then she we does booked her own it. Thing. Was all arranged. All arranged. All arranged. And then the day of, he phones me up in a panic. Denise, uh, I haven't got any turkey. I'm going to have to go f- and get some chicken. I was like, what the fuck? What? He's like, I know, it's Denise. I said, yeah, do you
1: realise it's Denise Welsh and her blended family?
0: Hello? Yeah, the blended family here, which
1: now include yeah. two vegans, of course, my nieces. So that's yeah, a, what wow. a is. Well. Wasn't it? How wasn't long have you two been friends? How did you meet?
2: Oh, it was, well, my Connie's the same age as... Um, Louis. Louis. Louis, as Denise's youngest,
1: we met and when we, they were about what, they nine. Were little, yeah, they were. I think they were younger than that. Were they younger than that?
2: Mm. Where did we meet? Well, it was sort of more. I knew you from around and about, but because we were local to each other. But it was more a uh, loose women, really. Yeah,
1: where I kind of. Like met you properly. That's right, and then we, and then we became close, and then we had a sort of a not not, not drifting apart, but you did know you, where your lives going yeah. different directions. a yeah. bit. You went off to Miami with yeah, Martin. And, I did, and all of that stuff going on, and mm-hmm. and divorcing, and meeting. Yeah, Martin I did not like Christmas
2: dinner, so I went to Miami as opposed yeah, to the yeah. December.
1: And then in, and um, then for the last Barbados for the last. But the the few last years, few years we've really really been busy, really haven't we? Yeah. I think we just. Oh, um, I know what, what it was. was oh, as well. it's all coming re, back to When her. we Glad reconnected, it is. was I was at Alteringham Market. <gasps> oh my gosh, yes, it's all. I was I was it's at Alteringham Market a few years ago. And I was meeting a friend of mine, Fiona, and I stepped out to make a phone call or something. Mm. And I tripped over because I saw this Adonis of a, of a, of a man, this male model man. <laughs> and, I, out and, I, Mount Olympus, and I sort of tripped over my own foot. <laughs> and then I realized that joined on to the Adonis of a man <laughs> it was, was Jenny exactly. Powell. And so I went in astonishment at the man and Jenny. I went, oh my God. Jenny screamed, oh my God, because she had literally 30 seconds before said, said the
2: word. And I hadn't seen Denise for months and months and months. Yes, really, a couple years, of years. I went, says Martin, I've got to go to the bookshop because I want to buy Denise Welsh's book and I really want to see her. I haven't seen her for years. All oh, at like the same moment. And that wow. was it. Wow. That was it. And I'd literally said the word, which well, I so hadn't said for yeah. years. And then she was like, cool, who's that fit fella? Yes. Uh, <laughs> yes. Funnily enough,
1: I see her a lot
2: now <laughs> with Martin. Are you bringing Martin? <laughs> In fact, I'm surprised he's not here, <laughs> if I'm mess mum's telling it like it is
0: kelly peg with jenny Powell. thanks again to swan for sponsoring this episode of the hot mess mums club don't forget you can get 20 percent off on their website right now by using the code hot mess mums 20 there's loads of stuff on there gorgeous stuff from fridges to vacuum cleaners to their retro pump espresso coffee machine we know how expensive christmas can be right so it's definitely worth checking out on the site to see what you can get ahead of the big day and save some money in the process remember to use the code hot mess mums 20 by going to swanbrand.co.uk and save 20 percent on your order the hot mess mums kelly peg with jenny powell a big thank you to jenny and denise for joining me there's so much more to talk about so the ladies are going to be back with me next week on another episode of hot mess mums